Hey everyone, you're live on Professor Bass and Friends. Thank you for being here. Here we go. you are whether it's gold whether it's hot whether you're north or you're south it's always taco tuesday on tuesday and we're glad to be here uh i have a confession to make i broke tradition and did not eat tacos today it feels kind of weird uh I, I really don't know what happened i don't know what to do and i think it's going to affect me somehow yeah. <laughs> um it's it's weird i don't know I, it's, I don't know what to say. Uh, I have no excuse. We just uh, decided on on uh, chicken nuggets, so I made chicken nuggets. So. Yeah, that chicken. That's so, chicken the, wife, the wife likes my chicken nuggets. I don't know what to say. So, so uh, it turned out good. Uh, it just wasn't tacos. Either, either <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Man, what a crazy week this has been already. Just since this weekend, we have been in both of our households and Tony's and myself's fighting illness. Our wives have been sick and now uh, uh, his wife gave it to him. Um, you know, it wasn't just bad enough that she had it. She wanted him to have it too. So yeah, it's um, Tony's kind of under the weather, but he's still with us here. Wouldn't miss it. Sunday was my wife's birthday. Made it through that uh, just fine. I had to give Amazon a little piece of my mind. Uh -oh. Her present was late. They lost it, and then it came two days late, and um, I just had to, I just had to vent a little bit to um, whatever, whatever guy answered the answered the email. He, I just let him have it, and uh, I, I would just want to say, Andreas, I'm sorry. I didn't mean half the stuff that I said. Um, I don't know what country you're in. I know it wasn't your fault, but I, I still. Uh, you know, you shouldn't have lost my wife's, my wife's wife's present. But anyway, try to do better next time, and it, it'll be all right. <laughs> Whoo! But uh, Tony, um, you haven't done much this week. I know you've been kind of bad under the weather, but you 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 know the show must go on. Uh, you're right in the middle of a trailer build. Yeah. Um, so have, have you got much done on it? Yeah, I'm still uh, still fabricating the fenders. Tony the Fabricator. Yeah. He's like Bob the Builder coming to you live here. I'm uh, in the garage, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice heated garage. I've got to work on a few things there. It's a real nice spot. Yeah. And, uh, I've, I've seen the welding uh, videos and pictures, and I'm telling you, you look professional. It's, it's almost nearly 
professional. Yeah, really cool. well, I don't know. We'll we'll see about that when it's done. But uh, well, and and you're on the cool side. I mean, you've done the you've done the bottom side, the pit, the side that nobody sees. Yeah, uh, you've got that done. Now you've got it turned over, and you've got your uh, seventy two inch tires on there. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be like super awesome, cool that you'll be able to go up hills range with it and all that good stuff. So I'm excited oh, yeah. about that. Oh yeah. Plenty of um, you know, Matt, we've got Matt with us, uh, Matt Fry from Fry's on the side. Thanks for being with us, Matt. We appreciate you being here. Yeah, I appreciate uh, being on the show. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is uh, this is just a little, um, you know, chit chat that we like to do when we open up the show, just talk about our weeks because every week is different in the life of Tony and myself. It's it, Tony is my spirit animal. He keeps me he keeps me calm. Uh, because I do get a little excited every now and then, and um, and I and I've had a I've had a rough week and a half of trying to do some plumbing on my trailer, and I've made 19 trips to Home Depot, and it seems like every time I go and come back, uh, I have the wrong parts, I have the right parts, I have to take parts back, and even one time, I took parts back and ended up in the same trip buying the same parts that I took back. And uh, so it's, um, I'm not a plumber. I don't claim to be a plumber, but um, it's, it's the, probably the one of the most frustrating things that I've ever done. My hot water heater went out and, we, you know, we went down to a, for a seven or eight day trip down in Texas and we get down there and I had no running water. And, and I told my wife when we got back, I said, I'm going to fix this thing and I'm going to fix it right. And I got it all hooked back up two days ago. And every single place that I had put a pipe clamp, it leaked. Every single one of them. Every single one. And it's and I had to just sit down. My wife was inside praying for me. And I just had to sit down and 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 just take, you know, that time where you just God, you're gonna have to intervene on this trailer. Because I am not I'm not Bob the Builder. I'm not Tony the Fabricator. Uh, I'm not, you know, Pecos the Plumber. I, I just can't do this. And so uh, I, I calmed down and I really thought things through and I took my time. And last night, about nine o'clock, I flipped on the switch to the little water pump. And it was like, it was like a miracle. The angels sang. The heater came on, the fire came on, hot water came out, no leaks, and I can't, I think I'm going to cry. See, now you're a plumber. <laughs> now you're a plumber. Right? That's all, that's basically college in a nutshell. I just, I just can't tell you how amazing that was. <laughs> it was just amazing. Oh my gosh, it has been some kind of a week, but all that's behind me now. And, uh, you know, moving on to bigger and better things. But i tell you what, oh, that really tested my patience. And I don't remember praying for patience. I really don't. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was just one of, those, one of those tests, one of those random tests like Job. And um, anyway, that's just the way it went. So, man, Matt, excited about you being on here. We got together uh, three or four weeks ago and asked you if you had time to come on. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to get your wife on or not, but uh, I'm glad that you yeah. were here. Uh, yeah. Super we could switch out the earbuds. Yeah, if you get yeah, sick of talking, to me, we could you just know, technology, 
technology is is not our friend. No. Um, and so we just have to deal the hand that we're dealt. Yeah. Uh, so that's it, it took a bad. lot to get all this set up. So <laughs> I, I, I've been doing this for probably like three days setting all this up. So. Oh my goodness! Well, that's awesome. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. you. We appreciate you. Well, we've got we've got several people that have had have joined us on here. We are way behind on uh on seeing some of the people that are commenting and i want everybody to know that we are glad that you're here thank you for listening um and you know we've got we've had almost 30 people get on here and we've got one thumbs up so we got one person that's really excited about being here so thank you whoever gave us the thumbs up we appreciate you yeah is there a thumbs down because i'm sure that's what they're looking for it's disabled on the podcast oh look at there we just got another one because i mentioned it Travis, thank you for being here from Florida. We don't want to hear about your weather. Uh, I mean, you know, Matt told us a while ago it's 15 degrees up in Wisconsin. Uh, I think their favorite color up there is white. And uh, yeah, so shorts, it's just wear shorts to work, you know. And oh, went skin, you know, swimming earlier. So, oh my goodness, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Um, I think last year. During More Expo, I was watching uh, the news a while ago. More Expo was right at a year ago, and that was a record amount of snowfall for Arkansas. And there we were up in Springfield trying to get home. And I'm sure that was like nothing for you guys. I mean, that was like normal day. Yeah. But but for us, no. Uh, I mean, everybody yeah. just turns complete <laughs> idiot. Um yeah, it, you know, there, there's a skill set. I mean, there's like you drive on it every day, you get a skill set. But the reality is we also have the equipment to remove it, right? So, I mean, the, the right. stuff doesn't stay there very long. So, I mean, we got salt trucks out and it's just a regular day. But, yeah, yeah, it was nothing. Well, I, did not, uh, I did not get scared of that. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't care. Ozark Overland Adventures, uh, the pink-haired, uh, pink Jeep driving uh, <laughs> diva is is with us tonight. Thank you, Kara. Her show will be at nine, so everybody uh, join uh, um, uh, Wonder Wonder Repeat. Uh, I know uh, you've been on her show. I watched you on her show. Um, yeah. And um, I got a silver Jeep, so I'm just waiting for my hair and beard just to go just naturally. Brilliant. So then, uh, yeah. <laughs> That was all my strategic plan, right? I mean, I can just exactly, that. exactly, exactly. The uh, Nathan Anderson says the one and only Matt Fry, Mr. Cheese Curd himself. Mr. Cheese hmm. Curd, is there a story there? Well, there's a little bit of a story, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think Matt, so Matt came up here uh, right. for the core event, core, yeah, and uh, he picked up cheese curds and all sorts of cheese. And it's actually in a place that's just on the road from, from where I live. So going down, I picked up a bunch of cheese. And then on my video of the trip recap, I also had these like strings or straws. Well, I ended up eating those on the way down. So they're like, where, where do those go? Where did, so they've been, they've been riding me. So <laughs> you can't, you can't put cheese in a car with me and expect it to last, you know, 10 hours. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Uh, same way. I'm a cheese guy. Love yep. the cheese. Um, right. Last year um, in July, I actually went on a motor truck, motorcycle trip around Lake Michigan and ended up coming through Wisconsin. And we stayed one night in Wisconsin. 
and that was the first time I ever witnessed a mobile um, cheese curd van. I had I was like, what? A cheese curd van? It's like Schwann's that only does cheese curds. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Um, so you know, yeah. whole different yeah, world up there. Love the cheese curds. Love them. Well, before we get into before we get into, I want to do this right at the beginning because some people are on here. We're having a huge, huge giveaway for Artemis. Uh, Artemis is giving away a 2.5 meter Howling Moon 270 awning, a six panel. This, this thing is so nice. And I actually am going to give that away and announce the winner right now. So um, we were supposed to do this last night and I have to, it's confession time again. I had horrible time with my computer yesterday and it was Valentine's day and our grandbaby was over. I had all these things that were really going wrong. It was really going wrong. And so I couldn't do the giveaway yesterday. So I'm going to announce it right now. First thing we're going to add this to the stream right here. This is, um, this is the, all the names that were, uh put in here there was over 500 submissions on instagram and i think around 100 for um facebook and so all these names are in here i typed all those in here today my fingers are so sore it's crazy uh, but we're going to do this uh it says right here pick a random item right here at the bottom so we're going to do one and scrap it and and when we scrap it i'm gonna write this down whoever the first one is because if i can't get in touch with the winner i'm gonna get in touch oh. with this first person i pick so here we go we're gonna pick a random thing pick a random thing do, 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 do. i can't believe you had to type all them scroll down who could it be who could it be zach hudson zach hudson 55 nice. 55 i think uh zach entered more times than anybody in the deal so uh zach if i can't get in touch with the next person that it picks you're going to be the winner so just stand by congrats on being the first one not to win all right here we go pick the random item we're going to pick a winner pick a winner pick a winner pick a winner we're going to scroll down right here the winner is taco Driplo mat Congratulations. Yeah. Drip Low Matt is the winner. So He's going after, thank he's you, going after everybody five, five, five. who entered that. We appreciate you entering that contest. And like I said, uh, I was not able to make sure that every single person that entered and I put in there met all the qualifications. So if he did not meet the qualifications, Zach. Is going to be the winner. But anyway, moving on from that. Congratulations, Dang. Taco Driplomat. Whoever you are, I will find you. I will hunt you down, and I will find you. Misty Takarski from the day we make. Hey, thanks for being on here with us. So, Matt, tell us a little bit about yourself. For those of us out there who have no idea who you are, who have committed the ultimate sin of not getting on your website and buying some of your swag, Tell us a little bit about you and uh, your family, where you're from, and all that good stuff. Yeah, so um, so we're from Wisconsin, as we talked before. We're kind of right in the middle of the state. Um, and I've got uh, my wife, Andrea, which I just can't figure out the earbud thing, but uh, she was going to jump on. And then I've got two small children, 
um, ages eight or turning eight, my uh, daughter Caroline, and then my little guy's name, also name is Matthew. We call him, I call him Bubby. Uh, is age five, he just turned five in Christmas. So uh, we just, uh, it's kind of a, we'll kind of get into the, the details, but probably over the past maybe four years, we've, as our kids kind of were growing up, we just really engaged and got outdoors and um, kind of jumped on the overlanding bug, if you will, and have been kind of evolving our systems and gear and uh, just getting out and experiencing nature together. So it's been great. Awesome. So, uh, I, uh, did you grow up in Wisconsin? I did. Yep. So I grew up in uh, Wisconsin area, <clears throat> and then uh, my wife is actually from the Gulf Coast, so she's from uh, Long Beach area, Mississippi. Okay. So, so she's from Mississippi. Yeah. So she don't talk like you do. <laughs> she's she doesn't talk. She she's got an interesting uh, accent. She lost a lot of her southern draw but when she's with her family and stuff it it uh it comes out so it comes back yeah <laughs> it comes back yeah and uh and she's got her her family is a longer story her family's up in the jersey area where she originally from so she was like moved down when she was younger so she's got all sorts of good words that she pulls out so uh she's yeah. got some jersey and mississippi and now wisconsin so can, uh, she wow. can talk in circles. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine. That's uh, that is a really odd mixture of uh, of things uh, right. to be to throw in there. Uh, right. I mean, you, you put up. Mississippi, just Mississippi and Wisconsin by themselves, and I mean, you've got you've got a that's nightmare. epic. Oh, yeah, that's epic. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's uh, that's very interesting. Uh, I love I love the fact that uh, I've watched some of your stuff, looked at some of your uh, uh, your pictures and your videos and things like that. In fact, I've I've got a picture of uh, you and your family somewhere on here. Uh, yes. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a, I mean, I downloaded so much stuff. I've had so much stuff wrong with my computer this week. I don't know what I got and what I did. They could just now. Jump this, on is the this is when y'all went to Glacier. This is when y'all went to Glacier. That's you and your wife and uh, and your two kids right there. That looked like an amazing trip. Um, that's oh, yeah. one of the things, uh, one of the places on my bucket list. Um, I know this right here is probably a typical scene from where you live. Yeah, that's um, middle. Of, that's middle of summer. Yeah, that's yeah, like July. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> No, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's just tip, and that's kind of what you'll see around here. We got a lot of gravel that's out in the national forest. So yeah. So um, and that, that's one of the things that that I do want to talk to you about later on is about local local things up in Wisconsin because when people really think about planning trips or or wanting to go overlanding in different places, Wisconsin is not really one of the places that they think about. So, <laughs> right, right. Keep that in the, in the in the back of your in the back of your mind because I really want to talk about if I do want to overland in Wisconsin, I know you do. You will probably be an expert on some of the local places. Um, yeah, I don't know about expert, but yeah, I know some places. Well, hey, like Wal this Walmart. Show, I don't want to spoil it, but you know, we got Walmart show, all over. Uh, you're the only expert we have in Wisconsin on this show, so uh, <laughs> okay, we'll, right, we can okay. send you that until we get off. How about that? Um, right. So, so have you always been one of those people that likes to get out and adventure? Um, who brought that? Who who made that 
something that you wanted to do was there a, a father grandfather or did you discover that late in life where did where did that come about oh good question uh for me personally um we actually really didn't do a lot of camping uh one of us younger we, we went out and did some stuff uh, occasionally but we weren't one of the families that went out camping a lot um i was in the service for uh six years um, so that kind of embedded some some skill sets that enjoyed being out in the woods. And that was kind of my first experience of roughing it, but that was a lot of times playing war. Um, so when I got out, uh, to be honest, when Andrew and I first got married, I think we just kind of did what you would call a typical marriage, hanging around, going to the bar scenes or whatever, you know, out eat to dinner and stuff. And I think when we had kids, um, it was trying to do stuff together. Uh, and I, I think we kind of stumbled and kind of rekindled this um, excitement to be out outdoors. So it's relatively recent, I guess, as a family, especially. Mm. Awesome. That's that's cool. So how has how has getting into this lifestyle changed um, your family? Uh, the 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 things that you do, the things that you plan to do, the things that you want to do, that you love to do. How has that changed and you changed your family here recently? Well, I have an Instagram account. That was a big step. So <laughs> yes. that's, that's pretty much so the, the first thing that happened once we started doing outdoor stuff is like, we got to do an Instagram account. Uh, yeah. I, uh, how's it change? I think, I, I, you know, I, I, we obviously have embraced the outdoors. I think it's just important uh, as a family that you're doing stuff together. I like the outdoors aspect of it because you're, put yourself in challenging situations. Um, I like the tight quarters that we sleep in. I like being next to each other and kids kicking. And I, I generally enjoy that. It's kind of, uh, again, that den feel. Um, mm -hmm. I think those are things that just help a family grow. So we've seen, you know, we just seen good bonding experiences come out of it. It's something that the kids look forward to. It's, again, it's something that we embrace as a family. And, and Luda, I mean, they're getting into some, some sports and stuff now too, but that's like, we go there, to watch them and support that in right. camping it's we're going together and we're enjoying it you know as a as a group you know as a right. family so family group. i think that's the that's probably the biggest thing right yeah 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 i agree i agree well we want to definitely get into more of that um you know talking about you and your family and and pretty much everything about it i mean i want to i want to dig into the bottom of the fries Oh uh, man, because that's where all the good fries yeah. are. So, uh, <laughs> the you know, put a little there. salt on there. Oh, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, want to dig into that, but but let's uh, let's pause right here. We 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 try to take every week and showcase one of our sponsors. And uh, this week we've got a very special sponsor we want to talk about. So, stick. it's now time for the sponsor spotlight, talking about all the products, services, events, and businesses that we use and love. Here we go. Okay, so this week, our sponsor spotlight that we're showcasing is Timbo Tusk. Timbo Tusk, if you are, are an overlander, this is a requirement. Uh, so you, you have to be, if you're an overlander and you call yourself an overlander, yeah. you've got to have a scout. I mean, it's just required. That's just part yeah. of it. And Right. And I've got something that not a lot of people have. And I am super excited to show you this because this is the little bitty case that it comes in. 
and I actually it took me about 20 seconds to get it together. But check this out: Dang. the Adventure Scottle from Timbo Tusk. It's I've never used it. It's brand new, but it is so small. I think I can put it in my motorcycle, and uh, I think I'm going to take it on my trip to the Boundary Waters um, this fall when we. Uh, I'm going to throw it in the canoes when we go up to Boundary Rodders and throw some fish on there that we cook, yeah. cook for everybody. I think that's cool. Uh, I'm real excited about that. Very uh, and and I'll be totally, totally honest with you. I'm going to set that down before I hurt myself. Um, I'll be totally honest with you. When uh, when I first saw the Timbo Tuscala, I was very pessimistic about it um, because it seemed kind of bulky. It seemed kind of, my granny would say, bundlesome. Uh, to set up and and all that and then then i used one and i thought <laughs> this thing's cool you know and it didn't take very long to set up and it didn't didn't take up much room and they have perfected getting this thing in this bag and it's not it's not hard to haul around and and i love it and tony's got one yeah. and uh, he cooked on it down there in texas Ooh. put yeah. some steaks on it and um I cooked some biscuits and some pizzas on it and fajitas one night. Um, uh, everybody was super impressed with my fajitas. I don't mean to brag. Yeah. But they were good. And, um, you know, I, I have come to love this thing. And I think everybody should buy a Scottle. I'm just telling you right now. Plus, I, don't just take it from me. Where do I get, where do I get one of these? Where do I uh, start buying? Timbotus.com. Timbotus.com. It's a requirement. I'm telling you, if you're going to be an overlander, you have to have one. Yeah. <laughs> my my wife actually won hours on a on a drawing, but uh, yeah, from one of the uh, infamous blue line overland drawings, uh, Arla won that, and uh, they took it down there and made some amazing amazing food on it. So while we're talking about cooking, I want to know. Tell me about this, Matt. Who does the cooking when y'all go? Yeah, I, I think we know where this answer is going. This is where Andrew would uh, chime in. So I, uh, I, I don't do, I don't do cooking very often. If I do, it's wow. it's pretty simple. Let's see, it's it's rice and kibasa or something like that for me. Uh, hey. So Andrea, Andrea cooks. Yeah, she and she does um, like everything that we would have at our kitchen table. Like she's cooked for us out out on camp. So uh, it's definitely not. Uh, but we eat good when we're out camping with her. So, uh, yeah. I, but yeah, so she she definitely does all the cooking. Uh, she does she does a lot. I, I basically um, I like set up the set up the rig and hook up the trailer and make sure everything's all dialed in. And I'll pack my bag, and then she's like she's packing the kids and she's uh, you know get packing all the food prep and stuff and, and loading all that up. So uh, she she definitely does a lot uh, for the family. Hmm, man, what do you do? <laughs> Not much. No. I, I hold you drive, a camera. I guess you drive. I hold, yeah, I hold a camera. And say, hey, that's that looks cool. Let's film that. So, <laughs> oh, going down the trail. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, what are what are some of her uh, her go to meals? What are some of the meals that uh, she loves to make that you love to eat? Man, like there's like chicken. Like this chicken, bacon, rice with ranch stuff. I don't know. It's amazing. Uh, oh, then there's, I mean, just like like 
different types of i'm a big spaghetti i'm italian so i like all the spaghetti stuff so there, we have oh, all sorts of that going on i've done shrimp and different fish i mean it's it's all good it really is so i saw i and i have I just have to share this with everybody because this was just mind-blowing to me the other day the um tiktok tiktok has the best cooking videos i swear I can sit and watch TikTok cooking videos all day. And this guy made pasta tacos. It just blew my mind. He mixed up all this taco meat and cheese and stuff and, and got these big old uh, shells and stuffed the stuff in there and then rolled them in flour and deep fried them. Oh, my. It blew my mind. Just totally blew my mind. I was like, how can you have a taco without a tortilla? Yeah. That just don't make no sense. So for for the Italian people, you can eat tacos. Yeah, it's just that's just mind blowing. It's just mind blowing. Right. It's like, that it's so like cool. Wisconsin and Mississippi stuff going on. That's, you know, <laughs> Italian, Italian, and Mexico. I mean, that's, uh, that's a lot. Going like, on. I mean, it's just like crazy. I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't know where these people think of all this stuff. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. But uh, anyway, I thought Kara really wants cool. to know what your favorite pie is at OR Cafe. Oh. Well, I think I think she's riding me because I call it like Oric and Oric. <laughs> oh, okay. I wondered if there was. She's, a, she's, yeah. yeah. Oh she's, my she's, gosh, she's, that's she's hilarious. But I, I will answer the question of that. I don't even know what it's called, the Oreo one. So we had some for Matt's birthday um, down there, and it was like an Oreo crust crumb, whatever. Amazing! It was absolutely yeah. amazing. Mm. So it was good. That that whole experience was awesome. We had uh, apple pie and bacon in the morning. Oh, it was good. Oh, you know, Matt told us about the apple pie and bacon, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna have yeah. to have to ponder. It was good. It, like it was legitimately good. It wasn't even like mess. Like we put it on, it was like that. And I, obviously, there were two amazing, like, it was an amazing quality bacon. I don't even know where it came from. Um, yeah. And there was awesome apple pie. So it was like two amazing pieces of. Uh, I don't know what put bacon and apple have to do with each other, but it was good. <laughs> That's some more of that Wisconsin, Mississippi stuff. I just said, yeah, exactly. Sense, but it's good. Right. I mean, it don't make no right. sense, but it's good. So it's good. Here, here was something that was good. Yeah. Joey yeah. made some really good guacamole. I uh, see. You just, you touch my heart when you, when you, uh, when you talk good about me like that. Yeah. That's, that's my wife. I mean, she, yeah. she's going to talk about it. <laughs> But I actually, you know, after I posted pictures of my guacamole that I made in South Texas, I actually did get an invite uh, from Oki Overland on their camping trip the first weekend in March just to come make guacamole. And I thought, you know, anybody can do this. It's not hard. There's like five ingredients and you mash them up and that's it. Right. I mean, come on. Right. Uh, I swear. Yeah. All right, Matt, tell us about your um, tell us about your rig, um, how you started out. I know you started out with a Jeep Golden Eagle, which I had yeah. to look up and saw the picture of it. I thought that was so cool because, you <laughs> yeah. know, I first started loving Jeeps back in the 80s. And I mean, it, went, yeah. it, it was it was like a it's to me, it's like the. Um, oh, I don't even know, I don't even remember the movie. Uh where the Trans Am with the big eagle on the hood, it's kind of like a Jeep that's a cross between a Camaro with a big eagle on the hood. They're so cool. Uh, but you've, you've come a long uh, way now. Smokey, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, Smokey. 
Smoking event. Yeah. So, tell us about your rig and then and how y'all have come how far you've come over the years in uh, in changing things out. I know your trailer's different and all that stuff. So tell us about. Yeah, that. it was. Um, so we had we had the Golden Eagle, which is like an old. It's a TJ. Uh, so it was a two door Jeep. And um, let me back. I mean, we. So I started with I started on a motorcycle. I had a motorcycle yeah. for the longest time. And then we got married. We were broke, and we said, "Andrea needed Amen. a car. We were going from yeah, we're going from car, cheap car, to cheap car, to cheap car." And I said, yeah. "All right, we're gonna invest in a little bit better than a cheap car." And uh, so we we actually sold the most expensive thing that we had was my motorcycle. So we we sold that, oh. got Andrea a car, and then uh, you know both of us started careers and started working down, and uh, we wanted a, a Jeep because I felt like it was. Uh, it is a toy. It was a fun thing, right? You take the top off and you enjoy it. Um, and it was kind of a, a mix of, it's not a motorcycle, but you still get, you know, we both sit next to each other and we can kind of experience that adventure, right? That, that right. whole lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, and we had that, I had that thing for a while. I forget how long I had it. And um, then we had a kid, uh, Caroline came along and mm -hmm. We somehow crunched in one car seat in the back. I don't know if you've seen the back of this seat, right? I mean, it's like super sketchy. I like ratchet straps, you know, like hanging <laughs> to the. It's not designed. For ratchet kid, strap you know? the kid to the roll bar. Right. That's all you've right. got to do, and, and they're safe. Fine. I promise. It's fine. It's fine. So, and we had kid number two, right? So my little guy came along, and then it's like, well, you had like a double decker car seat strap. You know, it just was not working. So the Jeep ended up just sitting. It honestly did because we would go as a family. Um, we'd get in her car and we'd go wherever. So we seldom drove it um, and we just couldn't fit the car seats. Uh, so it was time for the family car. It's like, all right, we had the family car talk. Again, we've now established ourselves in our careers and we we're going to have to, we got to make the plunge be adults. So yeah. I showed up with a four door Jeep and I said, it's it's got four doors. Like it's it's a family <laughs> car. It's an overlanding <laughs> minivan. That's what it is. That's right. all it is. It's all it is. Safe. Right. It's got four doors. <laughs> and I was like, it was really funny. Like, it's amazing how your your mindset. Like, I used to think when the four doors came out first, I was like, at a, I was like, that's not a Jeep. That's silly. Yeah. Like, I was I was in that groove, that two door Jeep, that mini style, the short frame. Like, I was just a Jeep. Like, that's what I thought Jeep was. And they just. And the four doors blew it out. I mean, all of a sudden, it's now what ninety percent of the sales. I don't know what it is, but I mean, they sell. They don't even sell two doors hardly anymore. Um, and now that I'm in a four door and have a family of four, it's it's awesome. So yeah, yeah. Well, yes, yeah, so we got um, so we got that. Yeah, that was. And then then I started, you know, honestly, where so I started watching the the YouTube is what got me right. So I'm starting to watch YouTube and I'm like looking up four doors and stuff like that. And then I honestly. Stumbled across, I don't know, maybe like Trail Recon, right? Brad, or I started seeing guys where they had the roof, these like boxes on top of their Jeeps. What is this stuff? And then, from as honestly, YouTube is when I found out about overlanding. Um, and I was like, ooh, ooh, this is cool. Same here. Right? Yeah, Tony, yeah. 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 Tony was sucked into that too pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. So. YouTube got me. They it's, they totally sucked me in. You talk about an influencer, right? I mean, between so we 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 stumbled like Trail Recon. I was doing doing that, and then the algorithm starts working, right? And starts figuring yeah. you out. And then we stumbled yep. on um, 
lifestyle overland mm-hmm. and um xo and those lifestyle overland and xo like andrew and i were just like like this is so awesome and i'm like let's do this let's go and she's like hey listen okay let's not do all of that right let's like take because yeah. you know, be real about this uh and that's where we started it was bad. i wanted like a rooftop tent i wanted to just do everything in the jeep and she's like we got two kids let's be smart about this and that's where we went down the the trailer mentality yeah. so and that's yeah. been a good good setup so well, yeah that sounds almost identical to our journey yeah with the with with our first jeep and finding out about overlanding and brad and you know kevin and you know or just now i can't get enough well that's <laughs> right, that's right that's kind of what we did you know uh, uh several years ago i got tired of paying for um you know all these channels on tv that we never watched and so we turned yeah. our turned our tv off and we went and got a roku and all yeah. that we started watching was youtube yeah, and yeah. uh wow. and here we go i mean here we go lifestyle over man i mean we were just like oh my gosh there's a new episode coming <laughs> and uh you know and just one right after another and i was like we can do that right. we can do that we can right. go there that would be uh, right. I want to do that. I and I'd you say, know, every place that he mentioned, I was like, "Where is that? I got to look. I got to. I got to look yeah. that up. Where is that?" Place? Made a little list on my phone. So I, you know, I made the same. We cut cable. I, I bet you this was like this one. We were young. We we got Netflix, right? We had Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And we we said no more cut cable. Cost too much money. That was like what I saved like fifty bucks a month. I spent yeah. that in a fridge that I just bought from watching YouTube. So all that money I saved from cutting cable, I just. <laughs> I spent triple that yeah. being uh, influenced. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We, we've totally been influenced. Yeah. yeah, we've been yeah, influenced. I guarantee you. Well, um, you know, a, a, another another way that a lot of people cut their their spending in this lifestyle is is to do everything themselves. So, do you consider yourself a I got to build it. I got to be hands on with this. Or are you one of these guys that you see something out there and you're like, I don't care how much overtime I got to work. I'm buying that uh, because <laughs> they do it right. Now, what, what do you consider yourself? Uh, that, so I'll answer that two ways. A, I'm, so I'm, I'm definitely more, um, I, I came from like a carpentry. That was my military and, and school and, yeah. and I'm in the construction business. So when it comes to like, the plumber mentality or the electrician or like stick building. I'm really knowledgeable in that sense. Uh, so I need some help. I they, need yeah, some I'll, help. I'll some plumbing for you. I will so, fly yeah, you yeah. down here. I'll bring some snow. You yes, man. Uh, Tony's about to so, need some help too. Yeah, uh, let's do it. But when it comes well, that's to good. that's like, cool. Yeah. But when it comes to like the, uh, the mechanical skill set. I, I actually am not. I was never a, a guy that was in the the engine class. You know, I was I was the woodworking guy. I was in that mm-hmm. kind of. That was my whole skill set. So I still don't know. Like if I, so, I mean, I basic knowledge, right? I can fight my way out. But if it gets anything that's where you're disassembling and carburetors, and I, I have no idea. So, and I think now they're just giving more. Um, there's more difficult to work on some of these cars. I mean, I, you open them up yeah. and it's like, you see, all I see is plastic. So I, so I'm not, I'm not skill set in that like welding. I've never learned how to weld or do anything where I could do that. So I do like 
buying like quality stuff. I have an issue with like, I don't like buying cheap stuff. I, I like the idea of if it's proven and it's built, if, if you're really getting your money's worth, there's some things that's inflated, right? That overland mm -hmm. tax rate, but mm -hmm. the, there's, there's something about buying a piece of that's been engineered and designed to do its task that makes life uh, to me, that's worth it, that investment. So, yeah. so yeah. it goes, it goes both. I, I'll, I'll blow some dollars on something, but I, I don't like buying cheap things that are going to rattle and break. So same here, yeah. same here. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've built a few things myself. My trailer's homemade. I didn't build it, but uh, I was there and I, I actually drew it on a napkin <laughs> and they built it. Um, but uh, I call it home built, but it was not built at home. It was built down the road at the welding shop. Okay. Um, okay. But you know, there were some. There are a few things that that I did build. You know, I built I built my drawers in the back. I, I did a rear seat delete because I don't have kids, and it gave me so much more room. You know, when they sent us home for COVID, I had all this time, and I'm like, I, I'm going to take my time, and I've got a I've got a few carpentry skills and, and figure this out. And and I did it exactly how I wanted it. Took my time. And it has been amazing. But, you know, if I was to go out and look up goose gear, um, you know, I would have to auction a kidney off in order to build yeah. or to buy what I built. Um, because it's just, um, it's incredible. Goose gear, is, goose gear is tough. I like, I would love to, you know, I'd love to be like affiliated with them right where you are, like to have that stuff that's built and, and figured yeah. out. But it is tough pill to swallow because it is just a, it's quality product, but it is really quality, a, super uh, quality. Yeah. Yeah. It's cut. It's perfect. It's, you know, it's engineered, but I mean, it's basically plywood with rhino line or whatever, you know, a, a coating on it. Right. Um, and I would oversimplify it. Yeah. Birchwood. Right. I mean, it's, it's done nice. It's really good stuff. And it yeah. makes yeah. the idea of like just dropping it in and installing it in two minutes and instead of standing 18 days, with a cardboard cutout and then putting it in there and having to redo it and take it out and do it and redo yeah. it and redo it and redo it. Yeah. That's me. That's yeah. what I did with ours. I built our drawers and in my wife's Jeep and back and forth yeah. trimming and measuring and cutting and yeah. Someone's just got to sell a template and then that's game over at that point. Just, you, yeah. Everyone just recreates the wheel. Everyone, Oh yeah, I'll just make a cardboard cutout. Someone starts selling selling those cutouts. That's yeah. a shitload in there. You sell for half the price. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, right. I know I know technology costs a lot, and all these CNC machines yeah. and uh, and all that stuff that they make this stuff with costs an arm and a leg, and and uh, I know you have to help pay for that. But uh, man, yeah. some of it is just. I mean, do I spend this amount, or can I do it myself? So, right. you know, if there's a possibility, I, it wasn't, it wasn't a month ago when Matt McClellan comes over to my house and he looks in my, in my living room floor sits the rear bumper that I've been waiting on for nine months. And it came in the day before Christmas. And he said, why haven't you put this on your FJ? I was like, man, you should, you should see the box of bolts and all the stuff that came with this this thing's crazy got two swing outs on it i'm not used to that the bumper i put on there last time you just took two bolts off and put it on there and it was done and i mean this thing is like a it's a masterpiece and it freaks me out he said you can do it i was like oh 
I don't know. Uh, well, you know, here they go. Uh, they sent me home because I tested positive for COVID. I didn't feel bad. I felt great. And I, I was like, I got three days. The weather's good. I put the bumper on. And so nice. sometimes you just have to make yourself get out there and figure yeah. it out and do it. Yeah. And uh, I'm with you there. I mean, I think it's simple in it. Yeah, yeah. But like welding a bumper, it would look like a pixie stick with, you know, I wouldn't be able to figure that out. It'd be yeah. all mangled and <laughs> splatter everywhere. That's why I started the welding on my trailer on the bottom so that all of welding upside down, it couldn't be seen. So yeah. now, now I'm starting to get it dialed in where it doesn't look quite so bad. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you start on the bottom because that's like your first semester when when everything you know looks really horrible and you have to do a lot of hammering and right. and stuff. When yeah. you turn it over, that's like your second semester. You're like, hey, I think I'm getting right. a little bit better at this. I didn't even bother people don't see. and cleaning them up. They'll get ground right. on the trail. So. Right. Oh, it's like coming man. home with a with a uh, cup that looks like an ashtray. Like, was this an ashtray? You're like, yeah, I made this in. This in school, it's got so that's that would be what I have. Class, this, <laughs> this is shop class. It's it's a mug. No, it looks it's all like a looks like a plate. So. Oh man, oh man. Well, um, since we're Travis. talking about gear, um, tell us what a few pieces of your everyday carry. That seems to be the new term now. Uh, things that you do when y'all leave, things that you do not leave home without. Oh, oh, so like. Uh, Everyday carry is like when we go camping, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. When y'all go on, what are some body. things you do do oh. not leave home without? Um, what are some things I don't leave without? Well, I think we're we're definitely stuck on. Um, I don't know, like for my like specifically IEC. I always have a, a knife on me. So yeah, but I like having a knife. Um, I've actually got a, a bug out. You see these things, right? These are sweet. This is this is one of the things that you pay way too much for. Um, but these things are awesome. It holds its edge, stainless steel. I always had that on me. Wow. Um, I got to bring the kids. That's usually a must. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget um, the kids. Andrea's probably, you know, she's, she's very important to bring along some other like <laughs> go-to things <laughs> like, like we, so like what's nice about, and I think this, this applies to anything with overlanding, but like the, the teardrop in itself is like, it's set it and forget it. Right. So like everything is there. So we literally just hook up and go. So it's not like, uh, I don't have to think about it. And, and I would say it probably it applies to if your rig is set up and you're not pulling stuff off, you know, it's the same mentality as like you literally just get in and go. The, but yeah. the, the teardrop is, I mean, that thing is we got everything set up. We literally grab the clothes, fill the clothes in the back of the Jeep. We head out and we stop at a grocery store, load up and, or out. I mean, there's, there's just no, there's no planning. Right. You just, and I think that's, a, I think that's, what's nice. That's what my, my everyday carries my trailer. Yeah. <laughs> just bring everything. Well, and, and I can see that. And that's a good answer because you know, everybody's different and everybody travels different. And so if you've got that to, uh, at your, uh, you, your disposal where you keep everything in there and everything's ready to go and all you've got to do is hook up and go, uh, that makes, I mean, that's life changing right there because yeah. if you, if it takes you so long to prepare and so long to pack and get everything ready, uh, that's, that's a burden. And that's one of those things yeah. that's going to make you not want to go. And so exactly, when it's yeah. easy, 
um, that's that's life changing right there. And you know, yeah, we we is. all travel differently, so that's that's a cool thing to know. Yeah, you you got to keep you have to keep the setups uh, simple. It's funny. I go and this goes back to spending money. It's amazing the amount of stuff that I would I buy because I think I need it, and yeah. then I end up leaving it at home. And because you, you start like we ramp up, and then we I always peel it back and because mm -hmm. it you end up it you just got to keep it super simple and just get out there and even like the the awnings and the side tents that we have like i mean you can set the whole thing up but i unless i feel like we're really going to utilize it I, I seldom even said it just sits close because it's just another thing to to deal with right unless yeah. it's pouring yeah. down on you or something right you, you have it it's nice to have but it's totally not a necessity so simple yeah that's what that's like the ticket to all this is keep it simple yeah. so that it that is something that you do because that's something i do um every time i go out and come back i you know look at what i took and what i didn't use and do i really need that or did i just buy that because i went to Mac more expo and i saw it and it was cool and i had to have it um you know and, and you have to <laughs> yeah. look at these things because if if you take the time to set it up you're going to have to take it down and it's going to be weight yeah. and it's going to be space. And if you travel with two kids, then yeah. your yeah. space is limited. And so right. I'm, gl I'm glad you said that because that's something that I do as well. And I've got a garage full of stuff out there that, <laughs> that I look right. at every time I go out there. And yeah. I wonder, am I ever going to use that again? Because uh, that's, it's, that's it's, something that we think about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an evolution, right? I think you got to do it. I think you got to work through that, work through your systems and... Um, but yeah, because that was even the how we went from our tag teardrop, um, which is more of, we'll say, a camper version, to what we have now is a TC teardrop, who's locally made here in Wausau. And even that choice was, again, that's simpler. So, you you know, you talked about um, plumbing lines in your camper mm -hmm. and packs. I don't want any of that. Like we like it's literally a place to sleep and that's what it's it's a very simple and high quality design so it, it what we ended up what we found in that tag that old the previous trailer was that it had like an air condition and it had a water mm -hmm. pump and it had lines and it just it just frustrated me half the time i didn't don't even use half of that stuff um so it, it's yeah. we're down to we're down to a couple lights, which I don't even like turning the lights on. Like I'd like to use my flashlight. Like I don't even know if I need lights in a camper, right? Because it just—it's another energy drain. Uh, so I like just—I like using my flashlight. And we got a fridge. That's probably the only thing that it's—that's the one luxury that that's tough to break from is when you have a twelve volt fridge. Yeah. But outside yeah. of that, it's just like simple, simple, super simple. Yeah. So, do you consider yourself a minimalist? Mm. I carry a. a 10 foot by five foot trailer. So I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if that's a minimalist. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's funny. I think I, I don't know if I said this to on Kara, but on Kara's channel, but uh, we like, so we'll, we, we, we mix, we mix in between of going out in like the national forest or like proper state parks. Like it's still very good mm -hmm. for the kids to get out and there's, there's always mm -hmm. things to see. So when we pull into a state park, it's like, look at that cute little trailer, right? Cause everyone's in these massive RVs yeah. and inside yeah. of foldouts and right. But then you pull into like an overland event and like, look at this guy, Taj Mahal, he's dragging behind him. You know? So it's like, you get, you get two different, you get two different <laughs> perspectives. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Because they're like, oh, look at this cute little trailer. And the other ones are like, geez, what the heck? Yeah. You can't get a rooftop tent or so. Yeah. Well, was that, was that trailer, is that exactly what you were looking for when you got it? Just, just a space to stay in and nothing more? Is that what you were really looking for? Yeah. So we, so part of that evolution from rewind when we were looking at what are we going to do to get outdoors? And I was on like the rooftop tent mentality. Um, we said, we want to get a, a camper. It's best for the kids. That mentality, Andrew is really pushing for that, but we went, we were like, in the pop-up world, like maybe we just get a pop-up camper and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't want to mess with it. I didn't want all the gears and the things and the pulleys and brakes. I said, if we're going to get a trailer, I want a teardrop. Um, Cause then again, it's no setup. I literally pull up and the thing is you jump in it. Um, so when it's simple and then it, the idea behind a teardrop is nice because all you do is sleep in it. And then at end of that, you're outside. And right. if you have to, like, we were in a couple hailstorms, like a couple, even before we were starting to film everything and we were in some nasty hailstorms and blah, blah, blah. So when you get into a, an encapsulation of, you know, a box, you're just a little bit more safe than being out with, you know, an attempt. So yeah. I, 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 I'm a big teardrop fan. I think it, they're, I think they're awesome. I think it's great, yeah. especially for a young family. Yeah. Well, Kara, Kara wants to know: Is there anything you're shopping for at more? Anything specifically you're, you want to you want to look at when you're there? Uh, I just want to make more more friends. That's what I'm shopping for: more friends. Yeah. So it's all, all about right. connecting um, with people. Are you going to be Are you going to be there as you know, part of the show, or are you just going to attend? I so it's. Chris is obviously he's hooking us storytellers up, right? So mm-hmm. uh, he's giving us a place to to set up um, out, outdoors, I believe. Um, so and the storyteller part, a, this, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So a incredibly generous of Chris, case okay, phenomenal. So um, I was just again, I'm I'm excited to be part of Total Tangent, but I'm excited to be like on this show talking uh, talking shop and and something like for more where he's extended the invite for me to be part of that group. Um, it's just really cool. So I will, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do yet. I may bring the teardrop down, put it on display. Um, but I want to do some of the events that are happening at more. So mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to be the guy that's sitting at a booth, frankly. And, and I like to film, I like to share my experience. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I'll be there for a little, you know, maybe Saturday I'll spend some time there. Um, at a booth, but I'll definitely be running around with my camera and, you know, having fun and, and do a couple of the events he's got going on. So awesome. Very cool. Well, um, I want to talk about um, your kids. We, we had talked about traveling with kids uh, last week. We had uh, Brandon Haven Waters on who traveled with a newborn. Um, and I know that's, <laughs> that's a little bit. That's uh, special. Yeah, more power to you. More power to you. Uh, <laughs> right. Sounds like a nightmare to me, but um um, you know, does does having two small children does it affect uh, your decisions in what you carry, where you go, what to do, how far you go um, when you when you're planning on where you're going? I I would say it, I think we try to make sure that there's uh, some level of. Um, so, so I'll say how, so how we travel when we travel long distance, uh, we do take breaks. So we intentionally only drive like 300 miles at a time. So as, as a family, we'll go, uh, basically at the early morning, 
you know, you eat and eat breakfast, get on the road, uh, stop for lunch. We let them play for like an hour at a playground of mm -hmm. like, we'll just like Google up playgrounds. We'll let them play for an hour. Then we'll get back in the vehicles for a couple more hours, try to get to our camp around like four or five o'clock so we can sit down and have dinner as a family. Again, they can ride their bikes and stretch their legs. So I think traveling with kids, at least with our method is that we take it, the, the, the traveling is part of the experience. It's part of right. enjoying what we're doing. So if we don't, we just have to have enough time to get out to places. So we intentionally just take longer and enjoy the trip. So I'd say that's what we do for traveling. As far as like, like where we go and the places that we go, I don't think there's really limitations. I obviously don't want to go like, you know, something that's super sketchy where I would feel unsafe, but mm -hmm. um, you know, like parking next to some ledge where they would potentially hurt themselves. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, I, for the most part, they're good and we're respectful. I don't like, um, like stuff that's really overgrown, you know, cause up in Wisconsin, sometimes you can get like where it's just not, people aren't there and it gets tall grass and you're dealing with all sorts of critters and crickets and stuff that, mm -hmm. you know, we try to avoid that kind of stuff. But for the most part, we just, you know, I, we just, you gotta have something for them to do. I mean, that's the biggest keep them entertained. Yeah, so. true. Yeah. Well, how, as a parent, um, who loves this lifestyle how important is it you to you to instill your love for the outdoors in them now uh, is is that something that that you and your wife have talked about um you know teaching them your ways so that when they grow up they can carry on this tradition if they so choose yeah i think so for me it's not it's not necessarily instilling like the love of outdoors it's just like the outdoors is where the rest of the world is <laughs> you know, yeah. like you know i don't know it sounds silly i don't know how to explain it but it's like that that is our world is the outdoors right it's not yeah. you can you know you can put this whatever device or you know fake stimulation in front of you but the reality is like yeah. it is our world it is what's around us and and i don't think you need to be like i haven't seen half of or any of really of the west but it's just getting outside and experience the, the trees, the woods, the nature around you. Uh, cause I feel like that, again, that is our world, right? That that's something that you should have an appreciation for. It's not necessarily like forcing a lifestyle as much as just that's, that's the way to be. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Do you, do you feel like, um, you know, and, and maybe it's, maybe it's too there, it's too young to tell, but do you feel that they're, that they're loving what you're doing. Do they enjoy it as much as you do uh, right now? Yeah, I think, well, they definitely enjoy it. They look to, they look, they like to go out camping. I think um, they're not as always a fan of um, sometimes like the filming and stuff. They, they appreciate it. They like the fries on the side stuff that gives them something to talk about that. I think that's, there's two sides of it. You know, there's us doing the outdoor stuff and then there's also us like putting ourselves out there. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not actually sure about putting ourselves out there. I, I'm not necessarily bought in with, um, you know, what impacts that makes with, with children just yet. So mm -hmm. we're still on the fence with that piece of it. But um, as far as the getting out there experience that they love it, it gets us, again, it gives us a bonding experience. Um, we just really enjoy spending quality time as a family. So. Very cool. Very nice. cool. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about, um, and get into some of the places that you've been and some of your favorite trips that you've been in. But 
we need to take a break, get a drink, clear our throats, and uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Hi, I'm Barry Henderson with Turtleback Trailers. I'm Adam with Oki Overland. This is John with Long Creek Overland. I'm Drew with Rock Squash Design. I'm Casey with US Action Tracks. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Misty from The Day We Were Made. Hi, I'm Jeremiah from Overland Pioneer. Hi, we're Jessica and Jorge with Woodwork Wonder. Chris from More Expo. And Misty from Lady Overlander Radio. You're watching. And you're watching. And you're watching. You're watching. Are watching. You're watching. You're watching. You're watching. watching. Professor and Friends. Professor and Friends. Professor and Friends. Joey the Professor and Friends. Professor and Friends. Professor and Friends. The Professor and Friends. Professor and Friends. Professor and Friends. Monster Bob. Artemis Overland Hardware. More Expo, April 8th through the 10th, 2022, in Springfield, Missouri. Tack Farm, Blue Cell Coffee Roasters, Linson Solar, Howling Moon Tents and Arms, Big Iron Overland Rally, June 10th through the 12th, Mountain Hatch, Lifesaver Water Filters, MC Ranch Overland, Snowmaster Frigid, Eco Flow, Timbo Tusk, Scottles, Dial Dynamics Lighting, and our good friends at Midland Radio. Thank you for joining us. We're glad that you're here. No pros, just bros on this show. Here we go. So we talked about it earlier. <laughs> I always love that. Uh, we talked about it earlier about overlanding in Wisconsin. So tell us what Wisconsin has to offer that you've experienced up there that many of us really haven't even thought about. Yeah, so I think there – so I'm going to have to group it together because – You've got Wisconsin, and then, if I'm honest, you've got the, the Upper Peninsula, Upper Michigan, right, yeah. um, that sits on top of Wisconsin. So I, I think you got to group them together. Wisconsin's got some great places. We've got some great um, national forests. But it, honestly, it's, it's mostly um, kind of your standard gravel roads. There are some, some random, you know, challenging places that you can get into, mostly mud holes, frankly, um, from a vehicle piece but if you want to go out there and get lost for a while i mean there's plenty of places to go there's tons of lakes right we're up in an area where there's mm -hmm. crystal clear gorgeous lakes um they'll freeze your tail off though when you get them they're cold okay. uh, some of them are spring spring fed um but yeah so it just gorgeous lakes awesome fishing um cooler weather right so if you get out of the especially the summer if you want to come up here and get a break uh that's a benefit um and then once you get and then there's the whole upper Upper Michigan, which is just, um, it's, it's epic up there. And, uh, I strongly recommend anybody get up there and explore. I've only scratched the surface, honestly, with the places that you can go and explore and, uh, core being one of them, obviously the event up here, that's that, that thing is, uh, I mean, you're just, it's the idea. It, like, so when you're there and you're exploring, it's like, it feels like a woods and you're going through woods and then you get to the end of this trail and it opens up to Lake Superior and it's, and then you realize you kind of send yourself of where you are. Like when you look at a map and you put a pin on where you are in, you know, the U S and it's uh, it's just a cool experience. So yeah, uh, it, it's just, a, it's a beautiful area. It's uh we're, we're a bunch of good people up here. And uh, especially the farther, the farther North you get, the more, um, you know, kind of, uh, <laughs> less connection with people, right? I mean, it gets more and more, uh, yeah. you know, less cell phone signal on the whole whole nine yards. So that's cool. That's cool. Well, while well, you're what? talking, looking at the map a little bit, and some of the names are 
it's I like, can't uh, say apple. Yeah, yeah. It's like what? What is? How do you say that? Yeah, it's anyway, like uh, the people that named everything up there are not from America. I don't know where they're from. Yeah. Well, well they're the original, the original Americans. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they kind of, they kind yeah. of came up with the place. But yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of the names around us are uh, Native American. Uh, a lot of the cities and stuff like that, and, and the national yeah. forests and all that. It's all. From the Native Americans up here, so yeah, it's very cool. It's it's really really cool though. I mean, you got I say that probably the biggest thing is the, just the lakes, the experience, and then frankly, uh, like I'm a big uh, winter camper, um, and I think that challenges the body to to limits that most people haven't taken themselves. So um, that's a whole different experience. So if you really want to challenge yourself is to, to get out there, come up to Wisconsin in the middle of winter and, uh, and camp when yeah. it's, you know, negative, negative 15 out, negative 20 and see, see how you can you actually fare. camp on the lakes. Um, so oh, yeah. 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 You drive across <laughs> the lakes, you cut, you cut your travel time in half. It's like, well, let's go across the lake. Ooh, let's just do man. That. You know, they did I, it. I'm they not did used it. to that. That's just something that freaks me out a little bit. Uh, even oh, setting up a tent and fishing in the middle of a lake kind of, Gives me the heebie-jeebies a little bit, so I don't know about driving on. Yeah, they did a show about driving big rigs across the lake. Oh, yeah. I I throw truckers. truckers. Yeah. Yeah. No, No, that's that's way It's thick. It's it's like two feet thick sometimes. You're fine. Two feet is not enough. That is not enough. Uh, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I spent some time in North Dakota, uh, in Minot, North Dakota, when I was a kid growing up. in my high school years and it was pretty cold up there so yeah that's a gorgeous yeah. that's right by uh, theodore roosevelt right and that, that's like right next to the um theodore roosevelt national forest isn't our national park isn't that yeah home? well that's that's on the the western side we were we oh, were closer okay. to the north um oh, okay actually You're canada to the board yeah <laughs> You're in canada Okay, yeah, yeah, that's that is nasty up there. Though. We rode motorcycles yeah. to North Dakota when we went to Sturgis one time, and it was uh, first week of August and about froze to death. And I thought, <laughs> ah, this is not for me. This is not for me. Yeah. That was the craziest yeah. thing ever. I said, it's August. It's supposed to be hot. Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, get get, it. it gets it gets hot. Not as not as hot as down by you guys, but I mean, it gets hot. You you have some days that gets you know nineties and ninety fives, and um, do you have humidity? Is the humidity bad? Yeah, uh, it does, but not, you know, because I was down in, I spent in southern Mississippi. Like, I know what humidity really is, right? Like, where you have to, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You, if you walk out and your shirt's saturated in two seconds, it's like, oh, my exactly. Uh, yeah, but that's it, why it, everybody it's, it's, in the south humid. wants to go somewhere else in the summer. Uh, we don't want to camp <laughs> yeah. here in the summer, it's not fun. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. You got we just got to switch. That's the that's the trick, so that's right. So Jared wants to know: Have you driven your Jeep and trailer across the ice? Oh, good question. I haven't. I we, we haven't had a we haven't had to cut across the lake yet. So it happens so across. <laughs> well, when so, you do, please let us know because I want to know when this happens. That'd be so an epic took, video. Yeah, go live. Be, I'll yeah. do it. My, it's funny when I had the Golden Eagle. Andrea was with our, I think Caroline. She was pregnant, like literally nine months pregnant, about to. To, to give birth to our first child and she was recently up in wisconsin so she had never driven across the ice so i was like oh 
well, it's just, and we were like, just tooling around. It's like, oh, we'll just go. And it's literally just drive across the ice, right? You just find a, a boat ramp that you can drop onto. So I find just a random boat ramp and I start hauling tail across uh, the ice. And it was in that freeze thaw cycle. So <laughs> the road was literally just these whoops of ice, right? So she's like shaking on the ice and she's like, again, nine months pregnant. She's like, if I have to give birth to our first kid, you know, in the middle of the lake, right? That'd be a good story. <laughs> you talk about yeah. memorable. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something you would never forget. Yeah, I mean, she yeah, she gives me crap about that. Like, oh, let's try across the ice when I'm nine months pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so that when story. you get out, when you when you do get out of your area what are what are some of your favorite trips that you've been on give us give us a couple places you've been to that everybody yeah. needs to have on their bucket list yeah so so it was it's i've always wanted i've had a fascination with the west i i just feel like the west is kind of the the mecca of like mountains um and just be not from around you know not having them here in wisconsin um i've always wanted to see mountains so the we started traveling out west. I think three years now in a row we've gone out there. Um, I think we filmed twice or once, and maybe we had it out west. And uh, Glacier was this past mm -hmm. year was uh, oh man, it's possibly one of the most centering experiences I've had. It's just it's just unbelievable. It takes your breath away. And what's unique about Glacier is you you drive right through it right they, they made this road that you can literally go right through glaciers so you're just surrounded by these crazy mountain peaks and uh it, i say glaciers is the place to go our kids were pretty young so we couldn't hit like a lot of the a lot of it's hiking so you can get in so far and then you have to mm -hmm. hike to experience some cool places so we did a handful of hikes but it, it wears on the kids and you can't do it day after day after day Mm -hmm. um so so i think we'll we'll go back uh, to get the kids and then on the other side of it yellowstone is just because it's a unique whatever underground volcano or whatever the heck it yeah. is that whatever the yeah. anomaly is that it's there uh it's just a different experience so it's not like these you don't have these epic mountains but just like these geysers going off around mm -hmm. you it's just like and again a guy a kid from wisconsin right and then you come up on these mountains yeah. and geysers uh boiling mud <laughs> right it's just like the the I, I remember when i went out there and saw the boiling mud i was like right. how does this happen that shouldn't I, happen that shouldn't no happen. it shouldn't that be this way <laughs> why am i standing right. on top of it you know <laughs> right right this is not yeah we should not be here Right? Yeah, right? exactly. So, I mean, whoever yeah. whoever built those wooden planks on top of the boiling mud, I don't know. There's some crazy people right. out there. Right, right. Or mm -hmm. we, I mean, I, we always think about like when they stumbled. You know, every time we go to Yellowstone, like you talk about, you know, the native the native people. Like, obviously, they had to think it was some sort of religious. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. know how you could stumble across something where all of a sudden it shoots out this boiling water and not like holy cow how do you it's got to be a powerful i just can't imagine walking up on that right like you're going through some woods and you're like i'm yeah i'm really crushing it today and all of a sudden a geyser shoots up and boiling mud you're like whoa yeah <laughs> <Damn Yeah. out. laughs> it's that is a phenomenal place i actually went there in the winter and um we took a group of uh disabled veterans up there and 
did a snowmobile trip and everywhere we went you can go through that whole park in the winter on snowmobiles and it is unbelievable neat uh i absolutely had a great time uh, out there with that it was a cool trip love it out there beautiful yeah beautiful yeah i I definitely have a fascination with that i'd love to be out there more that's awesome so if you had an unlimited budget unlimited time what would be your dream trip uh alaska like doing the whole the whole kit and caboodle you know starting from driving there yeah yeah drive up the whole coast um that would be that would be awesome so and just camping along the way and experience Mm. all that so um get as far as you can whatever the you know i think exo just went there again wherever that point is like just make the hall go all the way out there so that would be cool so um that would be that would be epic that would be that would yeah. be pretty cool. I, I can guarantee you that. Uh, yeah. and, and and you know we ask that to everybody that comes on the show. I believe Alaska is by far and away the number one. Uh, yeah, number one answer yeah. that people. Yep. And, you know, I guess it's just like remote. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when I saw Lifestyle Overland do the Dalton Highway, you know, yeah. I was like, "That's so cool! I got to go there one day." Yeah. And right. you know, then. Um, Jorge and Jessica from Live Work Wonder went up there and they just they just did um and it was it was like uh, okay put that on my list really I, gotta cool. go there. I gotta go there where's yeah. this I gotta go yeah and I'm a cold spirit like I don't like being hot I actually don't that's so on the flip side I don't do well if it's like nasty sweaty hot I complain and I'm just a big you know when it comes to hot so like like the idea of like going down to like like mexico or like baja style like there's nothing like it's cool up you know it's still really i mean it'd be cool to see but that doesn't do it from the sand that that reminds me of iraq i'd rather not mess with that stuff i'd rather yeah. get out there where you're cool you button up i i can survive better in the cold so yeah yeah, yeah. that's cool uh, yeah, we're we're pretty we're pretty kindred spirits on that on that end of it because i hate being hot Absolutely hate being hot. I would like to go down to Baja and see where you know Marco, uh, yeah, Marco yeah. and Brad went on that trip. Yeah. I would, I would like to go see that. Some there are some, some beautiful places there. down there. But the mountains, it's, it, uh, it's cool. It's, it's just like the the sand is what gets me. I think the sand yeah. and wind. Yeah, I, I think it just <laughs> makes life miserable for for me. I just think, oh my gosh, I went no to- if. If we went down and like if you go fly down there and you put on a bathing suit and you're drinking a mai tai, you got me. I'm sold. Right? <laughs> but if I'm gonna go on an adventure, uh-uh. yeah, we pulled our trailer last spring break down to Padre Island and camped right on the beach, and we were miserable the whole time. Yeah, the wind never stopped. It was blowing in spray. Uh, the sand stuck to everything, and you know I hate to complain about going to the beach, but. Uh, it was rough. Yeah, I was rough. Yeah. Yeah. Eating sand, it gets silty. Forget it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's um, uh, sand is not one of my favorite things uh, at all. Right, right. So I'm uh, answering was... him. I'm answering him right now. He said, "Did we give away? Did we yeah. announce is that? You didn't want to come see me." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, 
Chat about sand. Like, I want to know about the giveaway. Uh, Travis yes. said, I've lived in Florida since I was a kid and hate the beach for that same reason. <laughs> you know, I absolutely love the ocean. Yeah. I love the ocean. And, and the <laughs> coolest place I've ever been is Sicily because Ooh. they have beaches <laughs> with no sand. And it is like heaven. Uh, I'm telling yeah. you. I told them, I said, they, they were like, oh, we got to take you to this. We got to take you to this one beach because it's magical and, and all this. I said, what makes it magical? He said, it's the only place on the island that has sand. I was like, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. I, I, I like it here. This beautiful oh, the mountains and the cliffs and yeah. the water yeah. and the rocks and no sand. Uh, That's it, was, cool. it was unbelievable. That's cool. I, sp I spent a couple couple years over in Europe, actually, in, uh, in my time in the service and I got to see some cool places, but yeah. not the no sand beaches, though. I missed out on that. <laughs> yeah. If you ever get a hankering to take your wife to a beautiful place, Sicily, I could live there. The food, of course, you're Italian. So the yeah. food was yeah. excellent. Uh, yeah. There was not a bad meal that we had. And oh, yeah. you can drive all the way around the island. Uh, there's so many beautiful places. Yeah, we actually got to go to the top of a volcano. Um and, you know, awesome. funny, funny thing, uh, this volcano that's over there, I asked them, I said, is it an active volcano? And they said, oh, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> man, over here, uh, an active volcano goes off like once every 10, 15, maybe 20 years. And I said, yeah. how often does it erupt? And they said, oh, about once every month or two. And I was like, what? And you're taking yeah, me like, up there? I don't want to go right, up there. That's like boiling mud. You, you just don't yeah. see that. <laughs> Why you want to go up there? That don't make no sense. Yeah, yeah. you know. And uh, so anyway, it was it was neat. Yeah, I, and I, yeah. I went, I've been to, I've been to Rome, but not Sicily. I've been to Rome, but that that's, uh, that's pretty. Cool. Yeah, I flew into Rome, uh, weirdest airport I've ever been in, and uh, then flew yeah. to Sicily. But it was it was so yeah. so beautiful. Well, we're going way over our time, uh, but I want to ask you one one other thing. Um, if somebody's out there on the fence with this, with this overlanding thing, you know, when they're in, uh, I can't do it because, uh, it's too expensive. I can't do it. You know, uh, my kids are too little. Uh, what advice would you give for somebody who's out there on the fence and really want to get into this, but really hasn't pulled the trigger yet? Um, yeah. what would I you mean, say to them? Yeah. I mean, I mean, just, just go, right. I mean, that's the easy answer. If you're, if you're interested in this at all, um, I, you know, so over overlanding is, and it's gotten a lot of stigma around it. And most, most of the community is super awesome, but I, I don't know if I really necessarily say that I'm an overlander as much as I'm just a, I feel like it's a fun way to camp. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of revived in my eyes, it's revived camping. Right. I mean, camping yeah. kind of took a, a dive and it's just, it's kind of, putting that experience now you have the extreme with the true role you know like the xo and all that stuff that's that's awesome but i don't think you need to do that to just get out there throw a tent in the back of your vehicle and hmm. go out and experience uh experience the outdoors and frankly like in my eyes it could just be the day trip the, the intent of just going out driving parking your vehicle going on a hike coming back uh with kids i mean there's you can have a thousand excuses um and you just gotta prioritize what's important to you um, and, and start working on whether it's uh, sleeping habits or nap times or 
long, you know, long hikes, short hikes, or how do you work them up towards that? I just got to focus on what's priority and, and yeah. go for it. Yeah, just go totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Well, man, I totally appreciate you being on here. I want to um, encourage everybody to go to friesontheside.com. Give them uh, a like. Get into their life. I promise you, you will be entertained and uh, you will get something out of it. Hit uh, Like them on their, their social media, their YouTube, and uh, buy some of their swag and help them out because they are opening their life to us and it is fun. And I really appreciate you coming on and sharing with us tonight. Yeah, Betty. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate being here. This was awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, we try to have fun. Uh, like I said, we're not pros. We're just bros. And we just have a good time when we come on here. And uh, the six people that watch us every week have a good time. Too. Yeah. I love it. Um, you six so, people are awesome. <laughs> I want to make sure everybody knows. Yeah. Make sure everybody knows next week uh, we're going to have some world premieres on here. Again, it'll be the first time you've seen it on here. Chris from More Expo is going to come on here and talk about Big Iron, and we're probably going to release um, who's going to be doing some music at Big Iron and talk about some of the cool things that he's got going on at More that maybe you don't know about. We don't know. Uh, but we'll be back next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Same bad time, same bad channel. Same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> well, until then, I thank everybody for taking a little time out of your day and joining us and letting us invade your home. Matt, Tony, thank you all for being on here. It was a awesome, awesome time. And I yep. uh, really had a great time. So until then, everybody, live the life that you've always dreamed of. Don't make excuses. Just get out there and do it. I promise you, you will not regret it. Look out for number one. And don't step in number two. Have a good day. Professor and friends, 2022. Thank you for watching. Professor and friends. Professor and friends. Joey the Professor and friends. Professor and friends. Professor and friends. Professor and friends. Professor and friends.